Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The year is 2004. Lindsay Lohan was tired of rumors starting and sick of being followed. I literally have that written down. Really? <laughs> we, by the way, we we are surprising each other with <laughs> pop culture memories from every year that we think are iconic. Clearly we think alike. <laughs> <laughs> but on a related note, <clears throat> Mean Girls came out, providing Twitter gays everywhere with a personality for years to come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was also snubbed by the Oscars this true, year. True, true. Um, in 2004, I signed up for MySpace. <gasps> Oh, mm-hmm. in 2004, Usher soundtracked your awkward prom dancing, feigned heterosexuality, and apparently your first sexual experience with Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. Wow, I can't believe again. I didn't even, I did the Yeah before I knew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. here we are in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> yeah, no, no that doesn't sound gonna work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney Bitch. A podcast for stands by stands. Dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. Um, so we are kicking 2004 off with a bang. Hey, yeah. do you want to get married? Um, yeah, I mean, we were just, just we were, um, you know, debriefing from the previous year. And uh, we had said to each other, um, holy shit, why is there so much happening in all these things? Because we're so nervous we're going to forget something, which we we obviously have. We have already. so many things. We can't go through everything. Stop Um, hate tweeting us. We haven't yet put this out, but stop. I see the tweets already. Yeah. um, And then you you were like, she did not get a single break. No. we, We looked at our outline from... 2004 and i was like um i feel like this is a decade of, yeah. of moments yeah Surely, starting yeah with um a, a wedding right in the beginning of the year kickstarting right for new year's mm-hmm. so Brittany was partying in vegas uh on new year's eve as which, one does which we did 2013 mm-hmm. but we were saved by a lesbian we didn't get married that's true but we did have our own Vegas experiences, experiences. <laughs> more on that in 2013 to 14 mm-hmm. that should be a uh, honestly we a should, bonus episode we should or when we get to 2013 because yeah. that was all part of the launch of piece of me spoiler was, alert I, pheromone I, is involved yeah this was <laughs> it is one of my favorite memories of you probably ever yep yep see you um, soon but anyway <laughs> see you um, soon <laughs> las vegas what happens in vegas does not does stay in not vegas stay here. in vegas nor did it stay in vegas for Brittany, who was partying at the palms and rain and ghost bar with her high school sweetie fucking jason alexander mm-hmm. childhood friend not high school sweetie i should clarify so they're partying they're having fun and the friends go out and they're watching apparently reportedly the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at her suite at the hotel on January 3rd. 
and they suddenly feel romantically ready to get married. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they reportedly rented a lime green stretch limo and headed to a little white wedding chapel, which is where people do that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And they got married in Brittany wore uh, a baseball cap. Yes. Yeah. There's Prop pictures. Yep. Jeans. Mm-hmm. It is an awful photo. Awful photo. And reportedly she keeps dancing the night away and he like goes to the hotel. It's just a big joke between them. Not so funny to Larry Rudolph, nope. who immediately needs to scramble to get this annulled. And in 55 hours, Brittany is married and the marriage is off, mm-hmm. which sets some sort of pop culture record that people constantly refer to to this day. It is true. Iconic. It is one of the shortest, if not the shortest. Yes. What they said, according to Jive, is that they took a joke too far by getting married. Jason allegedly said he was in love with her and that I, to be honest, he was a shady shit. Who yeah, was they were drunk. Selling a story. Yeah. And like, he also suggested that they did party favors. Oh. So who knows? But um, regardless... They uh, they did that. They She gets married and officially invites a torrent of hate and criticism her way more mm-hmm. than ever before. Yeah. I mean, that really kicked off 2004. With a bang. Um, after the, you know, release of In the Zone. And yeah, I mean, this kind of geared up for... Another wedding. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Um, in addition this year... Uh, we also had a most legendary Pepsi commercial. Yeah, we got an <laughs> epic moment right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Super Bowl is uh, irrelevant in my life unless someone iconic is performing at That's right. the halftime show. Yeah. Which has only happened about three times. And I'm not going to say who I think those three are. But that's Bruno a different Mars. story. Um, oh, actually, no, I will tell you who those three are. Brittany, Beyonce, and Pink in 2004. There you go. A commercial. That's right. Who performed that year? I don't know. In 2004? Actually, no, it might have been like... Oh, it might have been someone good? I think <gasps> it might have been Prince. Oh. Remove this well, feature. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in and then let you all drag uh, 2004 Super Bowl performer. Wait, that wasn't the Justin one, was it? No. That was last year or two years ago. Who cares? Like, no, no, no. Knows? I mean the Justin in... <gasps> oh. No. 2004 was... Yes, it was. 2004 was Justin and Janet. Oh, my God. Ugh. Should we even, like... I remember watching that shit. It was so iconic. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the year. I uh, already said what I needed to say on Twitter about how I feel about Justin Timberlake. Well, I think time has certainly uh, dealt the karma that it needed to. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway... Trash. Janet Jackson's a legend, though. That's right. And she has risen from the ashes of that. She has. Anywho, that's for the Janet podcast. Uh, We are discussing the most legendary Pepsi commercial that came of this era, which was the 2004 Britney, Beyonce, Pink, Enrique Iglesias. Yes, subtle cameo. Subtle cameo with a Queen song, We Will Rock You. Mm -hmm. Gladiator style. Invented gladiator heels. Uh, yeah. Um, invented. Gladiator sandals. Invented rather. Rome. Invented Rome. The rise and fall. There would be no 300. There would be no 
Gladiator the movie. I think that came out before this, but they were inspired by the the uh, beginning making of this commercial. Um, yeah, uh, there would be no Game of Thrones, really. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, the the great thing about this, um, everything about this, is that they all get to have their own unique sound on the cover of mm-hmm. We Will Rock You. I like when Beyonce comes in and then it's like an R&B drop out of nowhere just for her. It's just like, okay, we see what you did there. And then uh, Pink gets her like rock scream and rock vocals. Yeah. Of course, Britney is just like doing her iconic runs. Yeah. Um, And uh, Enrique as the emperor. Yeah. He was like the fuck boy. Oh, yeah, and he was, like, not into... Wasn't there, like, a gladiator at the beginning that he gives a thumbs down to? Something like that. Yeah, so he thumbs down Justin, and then <laughs> the girls come in, and they are supposed to fight each other. This was really a commentary on Stan Wars. It really was. They were supposed it's to all come in. so ahead of its time. Very ahead about of its it. time, yes. They it need was, to do this now. They do, except who would it be? Britney, Beyonce, and Pink. Oh, I wish. <laughs> God. do it over again. Yeah. Just do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they come in, they're supposed to fight, they throw down their weapons, and they join together in song. And the emperor is like, oh, okay. Yeah. And what a song it is. What a song. Uh, legends only. I almost feel like this is more... Well, no, because this is a collab, so it's not more epic than The Joy of Pepsi, because mm. that was a solo moment. Right. But this was pretty epic oh yes and i remember it had all this bts like making the commercial and you got to see them interacting oh it was just a production it was they had a press release they remember they had that press conference event event where they all stood next to each other Mm -hmm. pink looked super unfortunate it was like this circus look right didn't she have like that black bob or something i wasn't gonna say it i (laughs) was I was thinking it and I was not going to bring it up. Well, you know what? She is a strong enough woman that she can accept that she's had some fashion mishaps. And I believe the Pepsi commercial press conference was one of them. Yeah. But to be fair, Britney's was understated. Um, what was she wearing? It was Mace. just like a simple black dress. Oh, yes. That's right. And then but the hair was a serve. Yeah. And also, like, it's a <clears throat> it's a press conference for a can of Pepsi. You know, that is there's there's a point. Oh, uh, yeah. Should have yeah. shown up in the gladiator outfits. Right. I'm oh, just, yeah. it's all coming back to me now. And Beyonce's wearing that like fur. Yeah, it was all pretty cash. Super casual, surrounded by gladiators. And yeah, Pink inspired the circus era with her look. Um. Oh, <laughs> debatable. Debatable. Have you seen the Back to Basics tour? Oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on DVD. We can watch it later. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah this was epic. And still to this day, Every single year, people are like, this is the best. Yeah, the fact that there was like a think piece about it 10 years later. Um, hello, are you getting think pieces about Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial? In ten- oh, probably because that uh, was... Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, um, I actually just you know <laughs> fact-checked everything we are going to say, and it literally was like, Kendall Jenner, Kendall Jenner, <laughs> Kendall Jenner, a throwback to All right, you know what? Uh, Kendall Jenner could take note. <laughs> like, it literally... Yeah, there's uh, quite a bit. Okay. Who's going to have a... (laughs) (laughs) Who do we think could actually do something like this and have it be epic? Like a collab? Yeah. 
Um, like a 2018 We Will Rock You Pepsi Gladiator commercial. Camila. Just from the awards. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> I'm not. Cut this all out. When I'm this gonna, is being removed no. from this. No. Ew, absolutely not. <sighs> Do it. No. She can be know. in like serving Pepsi behind the the refreshment <laughs> stand. Jesus Christ. Got a Pepsi for you, babe. Diet Pepsi for you, babe. Wow. You heard it first. The 2019 Pepsi theme. <sighs> I don't. I kind of don't want to cut that out part out, but like, I Just... <laughs> God. What were we doing? Oh, yeah. We're talking about Britney Pink Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this was coming right off the heels of In the Zone. Mm-hmm. And Onyx also, Hotel tour. yeah, and also, didn't Beyonce have a big album this year? Yeah, she was doing like uh, Dangerously in Love. Yeah. So they were all pretty hot. At this, and then Pink, and Pink was doing, uh, was it Misunderstood? Maybe it was that. It was, hold on. I, we need to get this right. Misunderstood. I know, it's been um, a long time ago. It has been. Um, and it doesn't help that she fucking spelled it misunderstood wiki. SEO. Really not helping. <clears throat> oh, I'm right. Okay. Try this. It was, I thought try this came out later. Um, that was the God is a DJ, Trouble, Feel Good Time. Yes. This was a good one. It was such a good album. Very underrated. Oh, what a moment. What a moment for all three of them. But anywho, so we are in the wake of the release of In the Zone. And she is about to kick off on the Onyx Hotel Tour. Yeah. In the middle of the Onyx Hotel Tour is mm-hmm. where things take a different turn. So let's start with the Onyx Hotel Tour. Because that's where it, this is still, <clears throat> the focus is the music. Yes. And the album. And she's yes. touring for In The Zone. Certainly not the focus in the media, but for the fans. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she indulge, indulges, embarks on the Onyx Hotel Tour, which is much different than the dream within a dream tour. It's uh, much more chiller moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, her most sexual, obviously. Yes. Big time. It's staged in a way that she's mostly, there is no catwalk, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Much more condensed. Condensed. Staged. And there are sections of the show. Um, the theme is generally that she's, Checked into a hotel, mm-hmm. and there are various rooms <laughs> in this a, hotel. And it's a magical hotel. Which we're again from Dream Within, we're getting a very production moment yes. here. A th- the concept, there is a theme. Yes, the kickoff is this really obnoxious clown sort of mm-hmm. gay inspired by lady bunny inspired by, oh for real i think so yeah I and mean, i would assume definitely as, a drag queen it's very, it's very drag inspired totally so come inside i welcome you to the onyx hotel <laughs> leads us into the onyx hotel we check in uh to the sound of toxic which is a relief she gets it out of the way. Yeah. But and we get a fierce ass breakdown. It is one of the best. Yeah. She and also... And we get another... Um, we get a cat suit here, which is yes. the... Ver- I mean, it's, you know, an cat homage woman. to the video. Yes. Obviously. It's very that. Very uh, femme fatale, really. It is. It's it's a, it's a good... It's an actual femme suit. fatale. It's... Yeah. I will say this part where she comes out and she's got the cape. Yeah. Is fierce. 
She is a completely fierce opening. I mean, nothing's going to really be a wheel of death, but this is a good one. Uh, she also debuts, as my hairdresser would know, the chocolate brown mm-hmm. hair. For the special, yeah. As I famously requested to my hairdresser uh, as a young gay, I would like Onyx Hotel chocolate brown <laughs> hair. <laughs> and we dyed it. And guess what? Didn't look like it no. at all. Mm-mm. But she didn't have that the whole time. No, she didn't. But she did have it for the actual special. Yeah. So that's why it's cemented in my brain. Because mm-hmm. um, didn't she do this one also with Rock and Rio? Yeah. Yeah. Which is also on YouTube. It's very good too. Yes. But yeah, it kicks off with Toxic. Kicks off with Toxic. Um, yeah. We And we totally play into the hotel theme. There are bellhops. There are luggage carriages or whatever mm-hmm. those are called. <laughs> Baggage. Favorite moments include when we step into the jazz lounge mm-hmm. and we get the first jazzy baby into oops. Um, jazzy baby is incredible. It is. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stephanie. Please join me tonight in welcoming the sensual seductress, the enchanting mystery, Miss Britney Spears. The way the ending is, it's like pussycat dolls, burlesque. It's very burlesque lounge. Very burlesque lounge. She invented burlesque. Uh, and she also teased it in the in the zone special. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's like fanning herself with a martini glass in her hand, or they're like fanning her. And um, we get like a great vocal. I don't, it, nothing's live, but we get a studio that is great of baby reinterpreted. My favorite reinterpretation of Brittany of baby. I just love the chair moment at the end. Also important to note, Onyx Hotel tour started in March, 2004 and ended abruptly in June. Yeah. Um, it was not a very long moment. Was not a long moment. But pulling up the set list here. Yeah. Uh, Cause we're talking about this themed. Um, we had the check-in with mm-hmm. Toxic, Overprotected, Boys, and Showdown. Yep. Then we go into the Mystic Lounge, as Brad was just discussing, with Baby One More Time, Oops, and Crazy. Then we go to the Mystic Garden, which I... This is my favorite costume. Oh, the fairy? I think. Yeah. Fairy look every time. She had the bare feet and this really Very pretty organic. dress. Yeah. Playing at the piano until she stands up and it's still playing. Her, yeah. Her power. <laughs> she... It's incredible. Um, where we get every time the hookup and slave yeah slave yes it's fun to be barefoot for that that's cool then we have the onyx zone where we get that ballad of shadow, shadow. and then we have actually Security. this might be my this is my favorite this is my favorite section it's yeah. not my favorite look but this uh-huh. is my favorite section of the yeah the tour called the security camera yeah there's like a little interlude where the security guys are checking out the camera and they zoom in like she's like getting naked in the hotel yeah. they're like actually spying it's like on her. super inappropriate it is no it's totally inappropriate yeah. um it's the camera people are like looking at all the different hotel cameras and yeah. they see her getting um, ready in her room and they're in like Whoa. her bathtub yeah like they see her in the bathroom and they're spying on her in the bathroom. not okay yeah it's o- almost the end of the show and it's touching my hand breathe on me and outrageous and uh this is the most sexual part of the show mm-hmm. this gives me girly show vibes from madonna this gives me like uh like a ver- like a prayer kind of like um uh blasphemy we get a um another diamond bodysuit 
We do. For Touch of My Hand. She's we, in a bathtub. Giant, writhing bathtub slash martini glass. It, like, looks like a... I don't... It's a giant, like... Yeah, it's, like, martini glass shaped. Yeah. Um, with a stem and a giant cup. And we don't get a lot of zoom-ins on that in the no, Showtime special. we do not. Showtime she is not having it. naked. And for Breathe On Me, it is the gayest performance of the evening. Mixed with Touch of My Hand, because... The they they just give you a quick look, but there are two male dancers gyrating on each other mm-hmm. for that section, which is very ahead of its time. But Breathe on Me has the most memorable choreography, in my opinion. Yes, not the most difficult, but the most like sexual. She's simulating sex on a bed in different positions. They're rolling over each other. They hit the foot of the bed, gyrations against each other, and then they bring it out to the middle of the stage and. As the song builds to the big climax, they just start making out. Mm-hmm. And, like, really making out. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot. Looking back, it is kind of shocking that this was a tour mm-hmm. tweens were going to. Yes. Like, for the special, I didn't think it was that shocking because it's like you're watching it at home. Right. But it is looking back kind of shocking how sexual it was as a concert there were definitely tons of headlines of like moms storming out with the kids and stuff at the time i remember which fair enough it wasn't the girl that she was like a year or even you know yeah Mm -hmm. very quickly turned into something else um yeah you lost out debbie Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and then um we get we have a little fun you know, it's so sexual. We get a little ex- break with Boom Boom. We get those, like, parachute pants, which is fun. I, I love that look. We love that look. The twirl as she, like, steps out. Mm-hmm. I have a pair of baggy sweatpants that yeah. I wear. And I, it's <laughs> just always, to do that. like... And I know... Who was it? Oh, my God. There was someone... I remember in... It might have been college or something. One of my friends had the same... Like, anytime we had, like, baggy sweatpants on. It was it was literally because of this yeah. moment in Onyx Hotel Tour. It's a memorable... It's a, it's a fun little escape. And it's actually the last technical song of the show until we get the encore. Mm-hmm. Which well, is, doesn't she shade sometimes? Yes. Here? So, yeah. She, this is the first she time. She exits out and she's like, wait, it's over? Like, I haven't even done sometimes. Oh, I never even <laughs> liked that song. And so now Britney fans, like, think that that's, like, real and that mm-hmm. she hates sometimes. What? When really, I just think it was like, this is a girl who's now being sexual and like her image has changed. So right. she has She's to like, shade her yeah. poppiest song. Right. So we get out, we get back in with a fierce Me Against the Music mm-hmm. remix. Lo- the red pantsuit fierce yeah. with the hat. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's a tight end. <laughs> tight end. Oh. Um, yeah. Love that. Um, so solid show. Didn't last long because no. as we know, it coincided with in the zone singles and once we got to outrageous we got the knee yes incident but before we get to the knee incident onyx hotel tour the photo shoot uh, and the promotional imagery for i just it was marcus Klinko and indrani yeah which i don't think they're together anymore mm. they're like this photographer duo or something these are probably my f- favorite britney tour photos ever i mean their works of art. I well, funny you should say that. I literally have a blown up picture of her on the bed mm-hmm. as my living room art, <laughs> which 
which is crazy. But yes, because I like it because it's not an obvious Britney promotional right. photo at all. It's like this very sad, sexy woman in a bed. It's very cool. The whole imagery of it was like mysterious woman in a hotel standing on lug- like a luggage piece. And then in some parts, they use the imagery for every time, like being in the like mystical garden look. Mm-hmm. Then there's that frozen face picture. Yes. Um, and the green one with the the heel and like she's sitting on the yeah and also this from this era is my favorite actual picture of her i do have a favorite um which is her in the black panties and leather jacket holding the two window curtains mm-hmm. it, it was a wall a door poster and yeah. i had that the whole time um and that kind of also fit the vibe for this but yeah the imagery of in the zone in general i also love the one that is kind of looks like the in the zone cover it's the straight headshot of her yeah. and it's green purple lighting uh-huh. and it's just like that direct shot yes. her hair is kind of flowing that's probably one of my favorite pictures of her ever yeah we got great photos from this era yeah which um, these are obviously photoshopped yeah but like they're crazy. like but they're in a way it's like an stylish. Annie, it reminds me of like annie Leibovitz. like uh-huh. they're artistic yeah. photos of her yeah although i mean i will say like the britney era ones were also great every one was great for what it was mm-hmm. like baby's 90s vibe is awesome for like nostalgia now it's in urban outfitters um but as far as in the zone i think that was her most experimental imagery mm-hmm. until blackout but the tour book from that is a favorite check it out if mm-hmm. you haven't already fake fans yeah also the so this was also a special but it was on showtime yeah this time yeah and the commercials mm-hmm. for this are also those are also great great yes and that photo where she's um she's got the two guys on the leashes and she's got the blonde bombshell look and the commercial is just fierce another winning collaboration with david lachapelle Mm -hmm. yep he had her do like a blonde bombshell look she's yeah she walks these guys down the hallway in a very like chic art I don't even know how to describe that hotel, but it reminds me of the Cosmo Hotel. Oh yes, it's very Cosmo Mm -hmm. Vegas, yeah, sultry. Yes, just another stunning collaboration. We'll get into the demise of their relationship in 2016. Oh yes, and while this is happening, which we will discuss in detail in 2005, she is filming what would become Chaotic. Yes. Because she has met UPN reality show. <laughs> she has met a backup dancer at this yes, time. Yes. Merely weeks after one wedding, she meets Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she doesn't care so much about being a pop star. Right. Which we did not know. We didn't. All of this until 2005 when this reality show comes out. Yeah. And you see the backstage stuff interactions a bit of a slap in the face not going to lie yeah uh very very much like i just can't wait to get over this show so i can like go backstage and have sex with you Mm -hmm. and like run away not however that i am blaming her in any way because as you were listening to this podcast she didn't get a moment to breathe so what else would she dream about but running away with a man like it's true not weird that she just needed a break so this is all happening through March through June. Uh, she's secretly falling in love, actually, and performing this highly sexual show. 
she is also like a sexaholic at this point. Which makes sense. I mean, all this whole this, all of it makes moment sense. is like the 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 looks, the yeah. songs, the totally. attitude. I mean, it really does all. Yeah. So we get into, you know, she drops a few singles that you might have heard of, mm-hmm. Toxic, every time. And then we get into Outrageous. Uh, and that. And this is where it happens. Is where it happens. Hey, is this thing on? Hi, yeah, it is. Subscribe, you bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now they're unsubscribing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, have um, you subscribed? Have yet? you subscribed? Yes. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Spotify. Spotify, it's the new thing. Living in sin and following us on Spotify is the new thing. It is. And also SoundCloud. SoundCloud, heard of it. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, listen to us there. Um, but uh, That's where you can listen to a, a lot of blackout demos as well. Yes, you can. And if you'd like to follow us individually and make it a little more personal. Yes, your most personal follow ever. Follow me at MewMews across all social platforms. Yes, and you can follow me at T Kyle Mac on Twitter and T.Kyle on Instagram for the most amazing Instagram stories you will ever They're see. They're great. Mm-hmm. Really cool and amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been doing podcasts, so. <laughs> she's in the middle of the Onyx Hotel tour, mm-hmm. dating Kevin Federline, and she's filming a video for Outrageous. She does a spin and her knee goes out. And this yep. one's bad. This is bad. And you can find grainy YouTube footage of the actual fall and her being carried away. Dancers all like immediately grab her. Yeah. I hate that I've seen this. Yeah. Because you like you can actually see she's in a lot of pain. Yeah. It's bad. This is this is yeah. The knee and this is part of the standness, which is like the weird part of stand culture, which is like you take the weakness of your fave or something the knee is like a joke almost mm-hmm. because it's like this was her it's part of her name yeah you know it's like <laughs> it is and, literally and part of her which name. is why we that's kind of why it has this yeah she knee is like part of the legacy it, from yeah, sometimes it, it really to is. outrageous and occasionally she has heard it in piece of me as well yeah she's literally Brittany. knee the knees are important so yeah. she <laughs> she's out Jive issues issues a statement. She's got to be off of her feet for a while and then do rehab for a few weeks. And the tour is abruptly canceled. She cancels right before the Hartford, Connecticut date, which is the one I was finally going to see her at. Mm -hmm. She canceled. uh, I was going to see her at PNC Mm -hmm. Bank Arts Center in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I was devastated. Yeah. And I was, I will say, I remember I was angry I was mad because at this point I, I thought that it was like fake Kevin Federline. Yeah. Well, like that it was a faked thing. There had Actually, to be a part of her that felt relief. Oh, totally. Certainly not physically, but no. there had to be a part of her that was like, I have an excuse. Right. There was a break here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in more oh, ways than well, one. Yeah. Um, Actually, now that I think about it, I'm maybe I'm not, not that like I ever want to see anyone get hurt, but Actually, now that I think about it, seeing that video mm-hmm. kind of changed my perception. I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, this actually, yeah. this was a real yeah. accident. And like, if you see how she's dancing in yeah. this, um, and which we later in the year, yeah. we actually get a half music video for Outrageous. Yep, with um, Snoop Dogg. She was, I mean, this, it would have been a 
great video. I think so. It would have been fun. It would have been, you know. And she was, she was giving us a routine. And so then I was kind of like, oh shit, like, you know, this is actually real. But Kevin Federline just happened to be there at the same time. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's also the theme of Catwoman, I forgot. Outrageous was? Yeah. Like Catwoman with who? With Halle Berry, the awful one. Right? It was like critically panned. Right. Well, they did SNL together in 2003. Right. Halle hosted and Britney was, um, we say this a lot on this podcast, uh, legends only. Legends only. (laughs) Legends only. So yeah, a 45 second video came out of that, which is all the footage they had to work with. And it included her licking Snoop's face, playing some b-ball, um, and a brief street dance scene, which you can see those streets are slippery. Mm -hmm. Now, before we go further into this year, because I, I mean, again, it's still like so much happened. Um, there's a look here from this year that I wanted to bring attention to. Mm. And it was TRL in the UK. Yes. When she had chocolate brown hair and the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's cause I'm from Jersey. (laughs) But like I loved no, this look. I it's so funny that you pointed that one out. I have wanted to like replicate that look, mm-hmm. like be that completely. I know exactly. I what love you're a black about. jacket. Oh god, yes, that was such a good look. Yeah, but the Onyx Hotel tour abruptly gone. Um, and you would think like that would be it for the year, but it hardly is. No. So what ends up happening is the label perhaps because of this scrambles to put together a greatest hits collection called greatest hits my prerogative now i distinctly remember running to fye at my local mall to pick this up specifically the limited edition silver foil version yes i was basically DVD. i ran in and basically i was that move i'm gay meme <laughs> <laughs> picked that up and also imported the japanese edition which had a i heart britney phone dongle thing <laughs> oh. or phone keychain rather that I attached to my oh it must have been an LG chocolate at the time maybe I remember being like a bit jarred Jar- it was like jarring that a greatest hits was coming right because it was so um traumatizing for me as a fan I was like having her career canceled, over right yeah. I'm like um what's happening here Yes. And also the media was also critical of it. And they were like, why? Because at that time, at the peak of her career, basically still is just like, it's too soon. A lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, you get a greatest hits whenever, like, it, well, nobody releases albums anymore. But like, you can do a compilation at any time in your career. Hillary Duff has like 15. Oh, she does. She does. And um, they're Deservedly. all greatest hits. They yes. are. Mm-hmm. Hits. When will your fave? <laughs> most wanted most wanted um, so my prerogative is the name of the greatest hits uh bops on bops i mean this is and it's only the beginning yeah i mean we really haven't even gotten to like the the best yes. some of the best yes. and we're already getting a greatest hits moment so greatest hits my prerogative is her first record at all to not hit number one it hits number four but it doesn't really count as ruining her legacy of studio albums not hitting no. number one but I do think it's interesting that it didn't quite get that love. It is also um, the title of a new song we get on the album. We sure there's do. Co- there's a, a couple. new, a new old song. Yes, she covers Bobby Brown's "My Prerogative," which is very much a statement. 
as mm-hmm. she is hitting back at the haters, the media, and the critics of her relationship with Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. Who is also stars in this video. <sighs> stars in this video. Um, which is, as they say, the curse of pop. Um, if you put your man in the video, it's over. It's over. But, you know, knock on wood, Sam Asghari slumber party is still going strong. Yeah. So we're going to pray for that. But uh, pretty much a mess from the beginning. My prerogative song and video is one of my favorites from her, actually. Mm-hmm. Mine, too. And every time I'm in a pool, the pool, I'm like gyrating as, as if I crashed a car into it. As we know, she just released a gender neutral fragrance called Prerogative. That's true. Which she sort of has acknowledged that is based on this song, but not really. She's never performed this song live, Ever. which uh, I just want to say is a fucking outrage. Yeah, it's never even been Larry. Like a- <laughs> an interlude or like no anything at all no they don't and i'm part of that i'm wondering if it's a rights thing like oh it probably is yeah like how I mean, they'd have sure to pay bobby's estate or uh, what, yeah. whatever it is like anyway yeah we never have get we never get a live of this no what's also interesting though about this video mm-hmm. which was ahead of its time if you will so when she crashes her car in the beginning mm-hmm. into the house and yep. into the pool it's a white car. Yeah. Like fast forward to 2006, 2007. What is she always driving everywhere? While oh. she, everything's like crazy. Yes. And it, like, that's her car. Like yeah. I always associate like interesting. A never white even car. Yeah. With her. And it's like, I don't know. It was just like a very a little mild detail. That yeah. I picked up on. That's interesting. We also get one of her most iconic lines. Some people could take everything away from you, but they can never take your tr- away your truth. But mm-hmm. the question is, can you handle mine? Can you handle it? Can you? Which she says later on. Yeah. That um, in Chaotic. In Chaotic, she really likes that line. The truth is we cannot handle her truth. No. We never will until we get a good mysterious book one day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot from that song and video that I wish lived on. She was mocked, I think, for covering that song. I mean, people don't take kindly to covers ever. No. I Love Rock and Roll was skewered too. Oh, yeah. But... I think a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was really cool for her. Her voice is super weird in it. It is. She's, this is like part of, I mean, Soda Pop was the start, but this is yet another personality has come into the studio Mm -hmm. and you're like, who, who's this singing? But I loved it. I thought it was such a good, I mean, obviously I was, you know, it was a tumultuous year. It really was. But, you know, I was certainly not happy that he was in it. No. And because I felt like he was, part of the reason why you know i didn't get to see onyx hotel yeah um but coming off of in the zone Mm -hmm. with the media backlash and whatever i do remember being like this is a sleigh like she's like i mean the looks in this video are incredible there's no choreo where she's not giving us dance she's not giving us a number she's giving us a message and i remember i was like oh this this is fierce she's mad I'm, i'm mad even though I kind of thought Kevin Federline was hot. Oh, for sure. I mean, in those days, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, he was the bad boy that he she shouldn't have mm-hmm. been with. So it was perfect. It was released uh, September 21st. And when you think about it, that is only... A couple months after... A couple months yeah. after surgery. Yeah, she, she ended the tour in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, again in the fall. I mean, looking back at all of these years... It is crazy how fast of a turnaround everything was. Yes. I mean, 
now we're lucky if we get a, an album from a pop star every two years. True. It's like three years seems to be the staple. Yeah. If we're lucky. And consistently for now, what, this has been five or so years, every single year we're getting so much <laughs> from her. Yes, absolutely. So it premiered MTV's TRL September 16th. Jake Nava directed it. And she said, according to Lynn Spears, the video was about capturing gorgeous close-ups and subtle movements. And she couldn't move, obviously, in dancing and having an element of old Hollywood glamour and mystery. It's interesting that Lynn spoke about it. We get that. But we also get some other new tracks on Greatest Hits, My Prerogative. We do. Which are great and hits. So we get I've Just Begun Having My Fun, Mm -hmm. another Bloodshine Avant. This gets a cool life in Bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, which was unexpected. I think a lot of people like found the song through that video. That right. Movie. Like a lot of people didn't even know it was a Britney song. No. It's a great one. It's also lyrically quite strange. Borderline uncomfortable. Because she falls asleep in a chair and something happens. Oh, like, right? It's like, here's a little story that I made up, so let's make believe. Four years ago, I had a party that was too much fun for me. But there's a sexy guy. He'd surely give me everything I need. Sometimes I let temptation go too far and get the best of me. The conversation was going over till I turned my hair. He started touching me and kissing me like he didn't care. I thought at first I should go home, but then I fell asleep in the chair. All I gotta say is, I just want to have some fun and I'll do it until I'm done. I don't know. Something's weird about it. She's like, thought she should go home, fell asleep in the chair... And all she has to say is, and she doesn't say what right. she has to say. I mean, it's, it's, she's giving us rebellious. She is. Party girl. Oh, here. for sure. She just wants to shop around. Doesn't want to settle down. Nope. She's actually just begun having her fun. It's a great song. It's just, um, production wise, it's very cool because it's from Bloodshine Avant. And there's another song on here. And I wonder if that one was left over from In The Zone. Definitely. Yeah, she wrote it with Michelle Bell, who ended up writing a lot of the original doll material. Yeah. Do we think this? Do we think Greatest Hits was a panic move from the label? I think it had to have been because because like my prerogative was obviously she was like I want to do something here that is like an fu yeah moment, and then they're probably like, well, you can't do that, so <laughs> we're just gonna tack it onto Greatest Hits moment. <laughs> I mean, I think they stood by it. I mean, they made the album called it, which is cool. But yeah, for sure they panicked because of the knee. The knee was definitely like mm-hmm. a reason. Um, and then you get another Bloodshine Avant track, uh, Do Something, which is even more rebellious. As we'll talk about in 2005, the fucks become far fewer than ever as oh, she yeah. co-directs her own music video and introduces us to Mona Lisa. And it just starts devolving into this whole rebellious vibe mm-hmm. we get into original doll and she's right now on the road writing songs for an album that she wanted to record called original doll so while she's touring she's writing with michelle bell and others uh from the in the zone sessions and getting inspired and thinking that she's going to do this whole thing uh right. which the label... and all of this was under the radar under yep. the uh, on, on radar. the radar because like the original doll stuff the relationship, chaotic, yeah. all of that stuff really um, comes to light in the next year, which we'll get into. But something certainly comes to light in 2004 
Uh, oh, are we? I'm wondering if I'm thinking what you're thinking. Well, the relationship becomes quite public because oh, right. eventually we get a second wedding in the same year. It was in 2004. It was in 2004. Oh my God. She married him. Why did I think it was 2005? Jeez, that is. The wedding actually happened in 2004. With the magazine Magazine spread. cover. I have that in my Legends Binder. October 4th, 2004 issue. Britney's wedding album. I have that in Me my too. Legends Binder. Yeah. Iconic. Um, wow. <clears throat> the timeline this is, is crazy. I, I'm like thinking about it and I'm just like, I wonder if it's, if it didn't seem as crazy now because, or it didn't seem as crazy then because we didn't have Twitter and Facebook and Instagram back then, I guess September to October is yeah. a long time to not hear from someone or like not get something big. Yeah. So maybe, wow. At this point, she is so focused on starting a family and becoming a wife. And she even wrote on, this would be one of the beginning broadcasts to the fans that started. This was like one of the earliest she wrote on her mm-hmm. website. My prerogative right now is to just chill and let all of the other ex- overexposed blondes on the cover of Us Weekly be your entertainment. Good mm-hmm. luck, girls. Yeah. This was the start of Rebellion. <laughs> totally. Rebellion.mp3. Mm-hmm. Um, she attended the Billboard Music Awards in 2004 as well. Uh, she brought the dog and <laughs> and Kevin and also the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Both dogs. This hair was a serve. Yeah. She totally just wanted to duck out and so she gets married uh let's talk a bit about the wedding surprise ceremony she was 22 he's 26 they said i do in uh studio city california wow september 2004 Mm -hmm. 20 friends and family members including her mother lynn sister jamie lynn we we saw the looks because we get that people spread yes the Um, track suits it happened almost a month before their planned October wedding, which was going to take place in Santa Barbara. Um, but they wanted to just get it over with. Yeah, didn't they? It, they surprised everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Oof. She had the bachelorette party. She had those matching, oh my God, the matching juicy couture. Yes, they were awful. Oh, and he wore what? Were they? They were so Jersey. It was extremely Literally, Jersey. Like, that's what everyone in Jersey does. Yeah, it was, was a look. I thought she looked beautiful because she had her chocolate brown hair. Yeah. Um, and I liked that, like, kind of sexy after dress. Mm-hmm. She has, like... Oh, yeah, that one was a good dress. And I liked how the bridesmaids looked in the red for the actual ceremony. And she, like, she has the... She throws the bouquet. Mm-hmm. Like, we we get to talk about it in Chaotic. Yeah, that's where we really get, like, more intimate footage. Yeah, it's kind of funny thinking about it now. Like, 2004, we were just presented with a lot of seemingly random things. Yeah. And then Chaotic actually tells you quite a lot about right. what was happening. completely behind the scenes. So when it happens in Chaotic, you're just like, oh, you were just fully in love on this tour, didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. got married, and, you know, said fuck you to everyone, which is very her and I would encourage her to always do that because that's kind of her thing. But yeah, this the year that we got those photos of her on the balcony with Kevin that are like iconic. It had to have been grabbing his crotch because she had like chocolateish hair. Yeah. That has to be the the year we got those photos. Yeah. We really start getting good candidates in this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, every year has great candidates, but now she's just so fucking pissed i think this is the year we also got the one with the saggy titties where she's throwing um coffee Mm -hmm. or like the soda at someone Mm -hmm. yes yeah rebellion knee is is kicking kicking off off. 
yeah, so the wedding happens, my prerogative happens, and we're fully just in a state of I'm spiraling as a fan because I'm seeing all this happen and thinking this is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seems to want to retire. Yeah. And I think Britney fans think she's going to retire every year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is true. Um, every time we go to a show, I think in the back of my mind, this is like, the last one. This is the last time I'm ever going to see her. Times. She's done. She's just going to get married and fuck off. She hasn't yet, but I think this is the first time the possibility of her not coming back is is like presented. Because mm-hmm. greatest hits, my prerogative, the greatest hits are for artists who are dead or are done. Yeah. So you're like, holy shit. And she's writing things to us like, enjoy the other blondes. See Mm -hmm. you later. I remember being mad and confused and just not sure until Chaotic came out. And I was like, oh. Right. But yeah. A highlight though for me was this DVD. The Greatest Hits DVD. Oh, yes. We should talk about it. one of the smartest Yes. And best things her team did. Yes. Not until the singles collection box set has her team so properly mm-hmm. collected her things. Yes. Especially you as a, as a digital guru and like um, appreciator of like properly organizing things. Yeah. It was like the way it was set up. It was this timeline and you literally go through yes. the eras um, of videos and it starts you from beginning to end. Well, end at the time. Yeah. And you can watch everything and then you hit this, it's like a key or something mm-hmm. on the bottom and it flips over and then it's all behind the scenes stuff from everything. Outtakes, behind the scenes. And it was just like, ev- there was so much. Yeah. And I remember as a fan being like, this is the holy grail Yeah, you of get like DVDs. the one take of Slave. Mm-hmm. You get a few like, yeah, you get straight on shots, alternative angles and like all outtakes. Every time stuff is like, oh, which are yeah. really funny. And you're like, for such a darker video, yeah. she's like twirling and goofing around completely stronger. Um, you Goofy get the faces in the car, the Chris Cox mega mix. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, an incredible mix, yes. which also has a music video. Yes. Um, yes. That also goes down live very well. Yeah. In the really, DJ sets. I need them to do something similar to that today yeah next year we're due um, um honestly they should be doing it for the 20th well just i saying. guess we're gonna have to wait and see and I, they wouldn't have to print a dvd they could just do a digital one a digital greatest hits um we have the ideas right here rca mm-hmm. we can just do this i mean it would make sense to do a full repackage the the only other nice thing that she's had <laughs> That sounds harsh, but as far as collection wise, is the the singles box set, yeah, which was a smart move. But now that came out in two thousand nine or ten, yeah. so almost a decade ago. Let's time it's time to uh, advance. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much uh, where we're at with two thousand four. We we kick off with this short lived tour, and something's happening in the background that we're not aware of. Nope. We get a knee break, not break, but a knee injury. And then all the, of a sudden, the knee, the injury. knee injury, and all of a sudden she's married, and the media is not having it. Nope. But while it may seem dark, mm-hmm. there is something else that happened this year. <laughs> oh yeah, that would lead to one of fourteen thousand eight hundred and seventy-two perfumes. That's right. Do, Do you dare? dare? Do you dare? <laughs> Um, this is the first 
Britney perfume moment. Yes, this is really the official launch of her current career. Curious. As a perfumier. Curious is... Um, I can smell it right that now. That I can... Yes. Like, I'm literally just it. like, I'm... It's not anywhere near anything in my apartment, and I smell it. I used to commute every day um, for a job, and I would be able to, on the train, know if one of the women uh-huh. was wearing Curious. Oh, my God. Um, My friend Lindsay. Yep. She, we would drive... She used to drive me home from school, uh-huh. and she spilled a bottle of Curious in her car uh, once. What at a some lucky point. spill, yes. And so I just have this very distinct memory of like getting in her car after school and mm-hmm. it's hot as hell because it's been in the sun all day and it's just hot and smells like hot curious. and curious <laughs> hot and curious mm-hmm. yes uh that bottle those little gems around it everything is very very much still in my head mm-hmm. and the campaign for it still fit onyx hotel she's in a hotel mm-hmm. i um, love that commercial yeah beautiful she looked beautiful yeah and she's looking through the peephole mm-hmm. like kevin and uh yeah unlocking her curiousness and that would lead to every curiosity, fantasy, and radiance uh, <laughs> to come. Yeah, this was the the start of an empire, honestly. It is. Um, at times, um, as we will see in later years, the perfumes got better treatment than some of the music. <laughs> Perfume videos for Britney get better than her actual videos mm-hmm. starting around 15, 16. Yeah, it's an empire. Yep. A mogul. Truly a mogul. As a fan, we've had to sort of stand the perfumes at a certain point. Oh, yeah. Because they they are the thing that she cares about more than the music. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many memories of just various perfumes that we'll, from now on out, from here Mm -hmm. on out, we will now be able to talk about (laughs) memories of perfumes (laughs) and photos that get used 18,000 times because everyone has a fantasy. Speaking of fantasy, now available, podcast fantasy. Oh, I'm sure it's be called. Um, oh my god, podcast fantasy. Uh, that's a good question. Ginger fantasy. Ginger fantasy. Jewish fantasy coming <laughs> soon, with top notes of gefilte fish and matzah, and bottom notes <laughs> of <laughs> bottom notes. Bottom notes. A lot of um, notes. A lot of notes. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, it was it was perfume weddings tour. Yeah, canceled. Um, <laughs> what do we think the knee is for the what? What's, what's the knee? The knee? Twenty uh, two thousand four. Uh, two thousand four. To be honest, it's rebellion knee. Oh, I think so. Well, is the beginning of rebellion knee? I'm just gonna say that two thousand four is just knee. <gasps> oh wait, it has to, we have right? to just go it's with just knee. It's just knee. knee. It's just me. Because it's like, I mean, that that really is the defining yeah. moment. It's all about the knee. It is all about the knee. And yeah, I mean, delusional stands can stay delusional and the haters can stay haters, but the dancing objectively is never quite the same. Uh, no. We get different years where it's harder than others. And there's years where she's dancing terribly and years where she's dancing quite fiercely, but it just is never what she used to do. No, now it's it, from here on out, it is much more strategically placed moments of yeah. like risks, but like yeah. the risk level drops considerably yeah. in terms of like difficulty and 
longevity of like going yeah. on a 100 something odd date tour. Yeah. And they just never, it never really. And the weirder part, I feel like as with work, bitch, some of the choreography she's done later post knee is harder technically as far as like there are more steps but it's like handography yes it's just she's doing 500 things but she's directing traffic with her arms right which i will say in the early early a couple years ago i mean there are numerous times where she does not do choreo in like videos and performances or whatever so that was always there too yeah it just seems that like the haters Mm -hmm. just like to stick to the dancing and i'm like no i'm high Watch her performances from, oh, like 2008. Some of the early baby performances, she's literally just standing there and does like two head head whips. Yeah. It's more her confidence that changes. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's more post 2007. The fearless knee. Yeah. We kind of lose a little bit of that. Yes. Yeah. The style of dance changes Mm -hmm. from fluid to Zumba. I stand handography knee. Me too. It's just, it is a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that... It's a shift. I think the delusional ones are too far, like, living in a bubble, and the haters are, like, not giving enough credit. Right. I just think it's a different type of dance. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll find out, you know, where she takes dancing in 2005 slightly, uh, and then we get a return of it by 2007 slightly. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the last tour for a long, a long time. This is this this Onyx Hotel moment. It is, and you didn't really think about it, but yeah, two thousand four to two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Well, except well, for there was a little blip. The M and M's tour. Yeah, can't forget that. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Join us as we wander into two thousand five. Will she make music, or will she just? Um, do you uh do you hear that? I feel like there might be a tiger growling in the distance. Oh, oh. oh, oh. I wonder just a little little just rumbling. A, like a rebellious tiger? Find it in what's that? Oh <laughs> we'll have to find out next next year. See you in two thousand five. We'll see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even happen until two thousand eleven. I did it and now we're just, just like doing that. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.